In the end, when the time came, when photo and video had started, and all of a sudden I see one of the two guys from the original videography team show up. I read the email over and over again, and I swear to you, me and my husband both look at each other and it sounds like they knew they were going to show up, and yet they did. Hey ladies, welcome to season three of B3 Podcast, Boss Babies and Bottles. And for those of you that are new here, my name is Jessica with a Y. I'm a twin mom, wedding and event planner, entrepreneur, and for today, your drinking buddy. May that be coffee or wine, depending on the time of day. Here I get real with you and talk about all things mom life, building your business, and event planning. What I've loved most about my first two seasons with you guys is that I've gotten to meet some amazing women and moms that are just like me, just trying to do their best in life. I've also been able to get super real with you all on my life and motherhood in general. So join me this season as I go through the twins' first birthday and what it's like to be a mom of twin free toddlers. I'll also be having some amazing special guests and going through some of my best wedding planning stories too. So grab your favorite bottle or drink and let's get this party started. Welcome to today's episode of Boss Babies and Bottles. Today I'm going through Memoirs of a Wedding Planner Part (laughs) 2. I'm going to be hitting you guys with all these different crazy wedding stories as you already know. And today I got four more for (laughs) you. So, first one is actually a super crazy one. (laughs) So it was, I want to say it was 2018. May, it was exactly that. It was Memorial Day weekend 2018. And this beautiful bride of mine that I had was did not believe that it was going to rain, even though there was a tropical storm heading directly to us. I remember for like two weeks, I was telling her, hey, weather doesn't look good. Ten is on reserve. And we can do this. Like we can rent tents, reserve them, like have them there on the side and decide, you know, uh, about a week before. So like we can do these kinds of things. And she had the tent reserved. And, and then I remember telling her like, hey, we should probably confirm it. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. I think God is good. And I am going to say it's not going to rain. And so it's not going to rain. And I'm like, hey, yo, like, I love it. I believe in God too. This is great. I mean, but mm, like weather's weather. All right. And she was like, no, it's not going to rain. It's going to be fine. And I was like, okay, um, so I'm going to leave it on hold then. So then I asked her again, like two days later. And she's like, no, no, I, I really do think that God is good and, and, and it's not going to rain. And I'm like, no, like you don't understand. It is going to rain. And she's like, no, no, it's not, Jessica. Okay. Do you not believe? And I was like, no, Marina, I told you. I believe. I'm there. I'm just like, I, I also like look at the weather, you know, like I'm a realist here. And she's like, she's like, it's not going to rain. And I'm like, okay, but like once we let go of this tent, like that's it, you know, like we'll lose it. She's like, it's okay. Let it go. Like, I believe. And I'm like, all right, this is not going to be good, but all right, fine. We were doing this in the backyard of a house, by the way. So gorgeous house, but yeah, it was the backyard. There was no other plan. Our plan was a tent. So two days before the wedding comes (laughs) and this storm is like seriously heading right towards us. And I'm like, we have to figure this tent thing out. And she finally gives in. But guys, Everyone already knew at this point that the storm was coming. Every single tent in Miami was booked, okay? I literally talked to this brand new, this rental. There was this one beautiful rental company thing. Like, bless his soul. I use him every day now because of this situation, okay? Roomba's Party Rentals. Big shout out to them. He literally met with me. I'm not a huge wedding. Like, I don't, I don't want to say I don't like it because that sounds terrible, but As a wedding planner, we get pitched all the time by different new vendors that want 
us to use them, right? And I'm a pretty loyal person as long as you, you know, you deliver my, I feel like your prices are fair compared to the market. And again, you, you give me good service. You give my clients good service and my couples like, I'm, I'm good with using you, you know, whatever. So the 10 company I always used was fully booked. It wasn't their fault, but I had met with him. He had wanted to meet with me. And again, I usually say no to these meetings. I'm not even sure. Oh, cause he came to me. <laughs> I think I was thing. He's like, don't worry. I'll go to you. I'll meet with you. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, but whatever. I think I said yes. And I met with him. And he was like trying to, again, pitch me on his services. I was like, yeah, you know, if I can, if I need it, like I'll, I'll reach out to you, like no big deal. And he was like, okay, you know, expecting to hear from me. And he did two days before the wedding. And he literally, guys, found a way to make me attend. You heard me right. He had every tent sold. He literally found a way to make me attend in the exact, the exact size I needed. Because again, it was a backyard and it was going in like the courtyard of the backyard. And what we had envisioned and what we needed, we needed a tent and he literally made it. I don't know how. I still have not asked him how he performed this magic, but he did it. And he came up with the walls and everything so that we could still have this wedding. And guys, if I could tell you, like it rained. No, it rained. It poured. It was the most terrible setup we have probably ever done. From the second we got there at eight o'clock in the morning, the, the backyard was flooded up to our ankles. I was like, I don't even know how we're going to do this. Okay. And so when the guy and the guy, the owner of the home, cause they had, they were using, it was like a, a family friend's um, backyard. He was like, Oh no, don't worry. When it stops raining, the water goes through the bricks and then you have no more water. And I'm like, sir, what if it does not stop raining? <laughs> Thankfully, the water went away. The water was not there. It was only there in the morning. But that was like a huge thing. Like it was crazy. Imagine us trying to set up all these tables, all these chairs, everything with water up to our ankles. Okay. Like we literally had our pants rolled up, no shoes on, like the grossest thing you could possibly imagine to try to set up for this wedding. So I had then left to go check on the bride and to get her, making sure her hair, makeup and all that stuff is going fabulous. And everything was great there. I had one of my team members at the house, one of them with the bride, I think one of them at the church, because it was one of these where we had a hotel, a church, and the venue. So three different locations, which is already a pain in the butt. So I have staffing everywhere to try to manhandle this wedding. And then I leave the bride and I head back to the, to the house to check up on, see how that's going and like make sure that that's still moving in the right direction. And when I get there, the owner of the house opens the door to me and goes, we just lost power. And guys, my reaction was that I laughed. At that point in time, it was still, it was like well, maybe 12, 1. It was still early, okay? And we had already been through so much that day that when he tells me that they lost power in the house, I swear to you, I couldn't do anything but laugh. And he's like, he's like, why are you laughing? He literally asked me why I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, 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 at this point, I don't think anything else could go wrong. <laughs> And he's, I'm cracking up and he's like, okay, so like, what's the plan? And I'm like, you know, to be honest, sir, at this point, I would say we either just try to find a place that we can do this wedding at that's not your backyard. Or, I mean, the only other option, I guess, at this point would be to get a generator. He's like, oh, that's a great idea. Where can we get a generator? And I'm like, well, I don't know, but that's the only thing I can think of. Plus a generator to power your whole house. Plus to power the outside where we have all of this lighting and the DJ and the and the and the catering company. I really don't know, but I guess we're gonna have to figure it out. 
So one of my assistants gets on the phone to figure out the generator. I start getting on the phone to figuring out if there's any sort of ballroom space, anything, any any indoor area that has power and non-flooding to do this wedding at. I end up finding a place. My assistant, thankfully, ends up finding a generator. And the generator cost, cost I want to say it was like almost two grand to rent this generator. Last minute, thankfully, we got it. We got enough power on it. It's going to run the whole freaking house. Like, I'm telling you, like, these are the disaster things that happen. And this is, again, still early in the day, okay? Still before I got him married. And so I'm like, okay, so we have two solutions here. He's like, we're going to go with the generator. And I'm like, oh, so we're still going to stay in the backyard, and do all of this. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh God, Jesus. Okay, sure. Fine. We're in the backyard. Let's just do it. I'm like, well, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go get them married. All right. So we get them married. Beautiful ceremony. Such a gorgeous couple. You know, we get them married, the whole thing. We get over and we start trying to do their pictures. And guys, it's raining, but they're taking these gorgeous photos in the rain. We have these clear umbrellas. I mean, like magic's happening everywhere. We get to the house. The house is still flooded up to the ankles. During cocktail hour, somehow God again does do great things. <laughs> the water went away before the reception started. And we're sitting out there in the reception and the water starts raining. It starts pouring again, but all the guests are under. We have the walls. It's all fine. But in one of those, too much water got caught up in one of the pockets of the tent and it burst. Like, I don't know what happened, but the plastic from, from the tent was holding too much water. And at some point in time in the night, it bursts and it burst right on top of the mother-in-law, the groom's mom. Guys, all this water, just, just, just imagine a whole thing just that was sitting on top of the tent. This whole thing of water just falls right on top of her. And I'm like, oh, and she wasn't, she wasn't a mean person. (laughs) She was actually super nice. And I was like, oh my God, what are you going to do? And she, thankfully guys, laughed it off. All the guests were shoeless. They were just running around that backyard. We had a pool cover. People are dancing on there. They're soaked. Everyone's gross. But they had such a great time, you know? And that's what matters. That's what matters at the end of the day. And I will tell you, it was uh, a disaster, for lack of a better term, you know? Another situation I have for you... (laughs) is moms. You know, speaking about moms. Moms are interesting. Moms are what make my job harder. Mainly mother of the brides, but could be mother of the grooms. You know, I recently had a mother of the groom that called me and was, she called me three times in the span of an hour at like nine in the morning. And the wedding didn't start until like five o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah, so mothers, mothers are definitely the hardest part of my job. So this mom, I guess just thought that the wedding was more about her than her daughter. So usually the mothers of the brides, the problems that they give me is that they're a little bit overbearing and they want to try to micromanage everything. And at the end of the day, people hire me because I do good work, right? People hire me because they want to, they, they know that I'm going to give them good stuff. And so at the end of the day, you know, um, that's what I tell people. So when a, when a mom tries to micromanage me, when I'm trying to micromanage others, that kind of bothers me a little bit because I'm like, yo, like I'm the micromanager. I'm the wedding planner. Like, you know, let me be, you know, let me do my job. I promise you, I do this all the time, every weekend actually, to be exact. Uh, you know, not any, not every weekend now, but I, I was at a point, guys, where I was doing 60 plus weddings a year. 
Okay. Thankfully not doing that much anymore. Spending time with my husband and kids on the weekends more now, but still, you know, like we do a lot of weddings here at EBJ. And so I'm trying to get the bride dress and I'm trying to do stuff. And this mom is yelling and she can't find her this and she can't find her that. And she can't find her earrings. She can't find her Spanx. I'm like, woman, you can't find your Spanx. It wasn't meant to be. All right. Put your dress on without the Spanx. Who the hell cares? All right. This wedding ain't about you. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't say that, obviously. (laughs) So She's like asking for all these things. And I remember looking at her and I got to a point where like, it was so bad guys where I literally have got, and I've had moms like this before. Like this is not the first scenario, but this is the first scenario where it was so bad where I had to look at the mom and tell her, Hey mom, I think what we should do right now is focus on Valerie and her getting dressed and her being ready. Okay. And that way we can all be together, you know, and then, then we'll, then we'll look for your stuff. We have plenty of time you know? And literally she was like, well, what about my earrings? And I was like, oh, okay. So that didn't work. Back to the drawing board. And I was like, you know what? It's all right. I'm going to get an assistant. She'll take care of you. Literally had to put a whole assistant with just the mom. And I had to deal with the bride. And the bride was like, I know, I'm sorry. And I'm like, look, girl, do not be sorry. Do not be apologizing for your mother. It is your day. You smile and we are going to get some gorgeous pictures of you. Okay. You forget what's happening back here. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm positive. All right. We will handle your mother no matter what it takes. And so, yeah, mothers taking over is uh, definitely uh, something that we deal with all the time over here. I have a funny story about me and my wedding uh, that (laughs) I go and say, and this has actually never happened to me with any other bride. Thank the Jesus. Okay. Uh, But this is something that happened to me. So on the day of my wedding morning, I had just woken up seven beautiful a.m. And all of a sudden, I look at my phone, it bangs with an email about the videographers, one of them, one of them feeling ill and them not being able to come. So literally a vendor, which again, photo and video, as we all know, is the only thing you leave your wedding with. So this is one of my top priorities ish, right? Not showing up to my wedding day and my heart sunk. Okay. Sunk. And I was like, Oh my God, what are you going to do? Mind you, I'm a wedding planner. I knew exactly what to do, but it was that freak out moment. And the night before the wedding, I did not um, stay in the same room as my husband because I wanted to go ahead and do that whole traditional stay with my girls, have him stay in another room, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, he was just in the connecting room, literally right next door to me. It literally connected into our room, but I didn't want to see him, you know? And so I had to, I had to see him because now we have to like handle this situation. And so what ended up happening is, and this is, this is where I learned, right? Anything that I did where I listened to my husband when it came to our wedding failed. Okay. I'm just going to start with that. Anything that he said that he wanted failed. So for example, he said he wanted an outdoor, some sort of, well, first of all, he wanted to have part in like what venues were going to work for us. And I was like, but I already, I already know what venues are going to work for us. It's this church and this, um, this for the reception. And he was like, yeah, I want to go see him. So we literally saw like 20 venues guys for absolutely no reason. We ended up exactly where I said, because I knew what we wanted. I knew what our priorities were. So I knew it was going to work for us. Ended up at the same place. So that was number one. Again, total fail on his end, but it was just a waste of time. Not necessarily a waste of anything else. Number two thing I should never have listened to my husband about. I didn't want to do anything outside because I know Florida. I deal with weather, as you just heard about beautiful Marina's story, all the time. And I don't want to deal with weather. I know it gives me anxiety as a normal human, okay? Not as a wedding planner because I deal with it all the time. But as a normal everyday human, if I'm trying to do an event, 
I know that weather gives me anxiety. Hence, I will not do anything outside. I also do not like to be hot. My husband also does not like to be hot. He sweats very easily. So I don't understand why he wanted a portion of our wedding outside. Case is, case in point, we come up with this decision to do cocktail hour outside. Okay. He loves the idea, even though we weren't going to join cocktail hour. So I don't know what the hell his problem is. I let it though, because I was like, at least it's not a portion that I really have to worry about. It's only an hour. Well, guess what, guys? It rained at that exact time of the day. And I saw it. I saw it from the day before. It was going to rain and it was going to rain at that exact time. And I'm having a panic attack because it's going to rain. I see that it's going to rain. And he's like, why are you having a panic attack? And I said, because the one thing that I told you I didn't want, you convinced me and now it's going to rain. So he had to end up having to figure it out. We had to run enough some extra space, figure it out. And it did. It did rain. It rained at that exact time, guys. Okay. So that was error number two on my behalf. When he got into the flower colors and all that jazz, I totally kicked him out and told him he had nothing else to do with this wedding except for show up day of. And I think he was okay with that after that. But this was the other thing was videography. Okay. So he decided we had just gone to his cousin's wedding the year before, literally March of the year before. So we got married March, 2018. This was his cousin's wedding, March, 2017. All right. She had this gorgeous video done by this videography team and she like loved it. And we saw the video and it was beautiful. And my husband was like, this is the video that we need. We need these guys. And I was like, do we, I have so many contacts down here. Like why? And plus he's in the photo video industry as most of you know from my husband. He doesn't actually shoot photo video. He handles more the sales in the corporate side of his company. But like he knows about photo video, but this is the company he wants, okay? So we end up like negotiating with them. We pay them a fee. We have to pay their travel because they're not even from here. His cousin got married in Tampa. These guys were like from, I don't even know where. Can't even remember. I want to say it was like Kentucky or something crazy like that. And so um, so we pay, for whatever, we figure it all out. And this, this email that they sent me says that one of them was sick and was throwing up and they weren't going to show up. And in my head, I'm like, of course, I'm thinking the worst. I really have no idea still to this day what happened for real, nor do I really want to at this point. But at this point, his email said something like, oh, this one's super sick. It doesn't stop throwing up. So what do I think? I'm like, oh, in other words, you guys got here the night before you partied way too hard in Miami and now you feel like shit and you can't come to my wedding. Right. So I'm like super pissed at this point. So I'm like, you know what? screw it. We're going to figure this out. So I go over to my husband. I'm like, what are we going to do? And you know, it happens to be that I had just met a few months before this amazing videography team, which I loved and still love to this day. Okay. Gamut videography. They are my jam. So if you know them, shout out to them by far, they literally were already going to show up to my wedding, but just for a few hours, he wanted to just gift me this beautiful preview video right? Just a little like something. So my husband got on the phone with him and was like, he goes, I don't even care how much it costs right now. You just go ahead and you bring everything that you have, your drones, your cameras, as many people as you need to shoot a wedding of our size. And you make this happen. And thankfully he came through, he had the date available, which was, you know, thankfully already. And so like they made it happen all last minute for us. They stayed there. I mean, our wedding was forever long. Um, and in the end, when the time came, when photo and video had started, both teams were there, our photography team, which we had no problems with, and then our videography team, that was, again, the guys that were coming to our rescue. And all of a sudden, I see one of the two guys from the original videography team show up. And I look at him, and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, it was just the other guy that was sick. I was always going to show up. And I'm like, you couldn't have said that from the email? You know? I read the email over and over again, and I swear to you, me and my husband both look at each other and it sounds like they neither were going to show up. And yet they did, you know, well, one of them did. So we ended up getting 
some of our money back from them, ended up having to pay the other guys, of course. And But we ended up getting um, a so much video. We have our one-minute trailer. We have our ceremony. We have like a, two preview videos, our highlight videos, a full video. Like we have so many videos, <laughs> so much video now of our wedding. But you know what? At the end of the day, again, it is all we have. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So thank you, ladies, for joining me for part two of Memoirs of a Wedding Planner, all my wedding disaster stories. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you, as always, for your love and support. The Breathe 3 Podcast wouldn't be anything without you. Make sure, if you haven't already, please subscribe and review the podcast. And make sure to look me up on Instagram at ebjevents or canal.twins to stay up to date on upcoming special events and exciting announcements I might have. See you on the next one.